All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Community Conversation brought to you by Prototype Training Systems, home of CrossFit Prototype. The Community Conversation highlights a different member of the Prototype community each week and allows them to tell their story, share their life experiences, and uh, communicate their perspective on all things uh, fitness. Uh, we've all listened to podcasts and watched YouTube videos that highlight some of the world's greatest leaders and visionaries, and these people also walk amongst us. Uh, we believe we have some amazing people at Prototype, and we want to uh, let you get to know them. Um, so to that end, I want to introduce you to our first guest, uh, Colin Lake. Colin's been a part of Prototype community for uh, almost six years, avid triathlete, endurance enthusiast, entrepreneur, family man, and just overall one of the best people that I know. So Colin, thank you for being part of the uh, community conversation. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Mike. And I put that com or that compliment right back on here. One of the great guys that I know, truly good people. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so the good part about this is, uh, you know, we get to just hang out for a period of time, just shoot the shit. Uh, and, uh, then people get to watch us. So, um, you know, a lot of people know you in the, in the community and you've been here for a while, but, uh, not everyone knows like your story or your background. So why don't you just give us a little bit of understanding of who, who Colin Lake is. All right. So I grow up in Philadelphia. I'm the youngest of nine kids. Um, and so we all had, um, you know, a, a bit of a, um, um, like a balance that we all had to work through. You know, you, you didn't always get what you wanted and when you wanted. Um, we all had to pitch in a lot around the house. We all had to work for all of the things that we had. You know, I, I helped pay for my high school tuition and my certainly I paid about 90 percent of my college tuition. Um, and, you know, all of those things set me up for where I am today. So um, <clears throat> I grow up and grow up down in Philadelphia, move up here in um, 95 and in 95, early 96, I move up to Massachusetts. Um, I've joined the financial services industry and have been in the financial service industry ever since. So in um, 2015 had, you know, had success at different levels. And in 2015, the company that I was a part of was a partnership and um, the firm was bought and that enabled me to live out like a lifelong dream of being an entrepreneur and in particular, getting involved in a charitable entrepreneurial space. So um, I launched a charity called Developing the Next Leaders, which takes people who are exiting the military and looking to make a successful entrance into the financial services industry. And um, so we build this glide path for those folks um, to get there into the industry, get there in a well-trained way, um, and ultimately make you know the impact that they are potentially um, you know, able to make, and in other words, become the next leaders of, of the industry. Um, I also do a lot of consulting and coaching in the financial services industry and, and broader than that, but a lot of the coaching and consulting I do is in that industry. Um, and, you know, they're the types of things that keep me real busy from a professional perspective. Um, <clears throat> I do have three kids, 16, 14, and 12-year-olds, um, all going to local Catholic schools around, you know, the Westboro area. And um, happily married, have been so for 20 years. And then, um, as Mike mentioned, I do love to do 
triathlons and you know anything endurance related really interests me and excites me anything that's like complex in terms of the training process is something that interests me and you know like I would have never been that interested in a gym the gym was only there to like you know to help me do some stuff to support my running swimming and biking and all of a sudden six years ago or six and a half years ago I stumble into prototype and I'm like whoa this is really really cool and you know got to meet you and I'm like this dude's really really cool and you know, got to meet the people in the community. I'm like, wow, this is really something that I need to get more involved with. And here we are today talking. I love it. We're going to, I want to talk more fitness, but I also want to talk about uh, developing the next leaders. Cause I know you and I've talked about that a lot. I know that you've been doing that for a while now and it's just, it's just incredible. I'd love you to talk about like the motivation, like what got you motivated to start that, um, you know, obviously we know your background in financial services, but to give back and to, and to create something, uh, so wonderful. I mean, it's funny because pre-COVID, we'd be at the gym and people, you know, people would just be bringing in suits, just suits and just stuff and clothing and stuff. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And it was all for you. And I was like, Colin doesn't need suits, but obviously, you know, it's not for you. It's for the the organization. So t- talk a little bit about the motivation and, and, you know, the people you've impacted. Yep. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you for the platform to talk about it. Cause I love to talk about it. Um, so the first thing is we're fully self-funded. I have funded everything to this point and I hope to keep it that way. But what we do take is um, donations of gently used suits, ties, briefcases, belts, um, business casual clothing. And we offer that to pe- the, the ex-military looking to make a successful entrance into the, into the financial service industry. We, we look to help them with, um, you know, maybe, you know, getting dressed a little bit better than they would have otherwise. And so that is that is one of the things that we do allow for donations from a clothing perspective and, and, and you know, from some of those accessories, like, like I said, belts and ties and briefcases and, and that, that type of stuff. <clears throat> um, but anyway, so. I'm going to give you a really, really brief story on a really, really long drawn out process. So all all the financial services industry are uh, are trying to hire more ex-military. And in my view, they do it almost as like a glamour statistic. Um, And they like to say, hey, look how many ex-military we hired. We're doing great for the community. We're great Americans. And what they don't tell you is they don't do a very good job of training them once they get there. And so what happens is they get the job, first job, in many cases, their first job um, entering the public space, or I, I guess the, the private space is, is better there. They're, they're, they're working in the private financial services companies. And so they make their first foray in, into their professional lives outside of the military. And, um, you know, on average, they're washing out of that firm that they start with in anywhere between like 13 to 15 months, depending on the firm. And because the, you know, the way these financial services firms have operated for, for 50 years or a hundred years, they think that's the right way to operate going forward. And the, 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 the path of the process they take people through is we run a lot of people up the hill and only a few people ultimately can make it up to the top. And they're the people that we try and keep around at our firm. In other words, we throw a bunch of people in the training class. We'll see who can swim. Whoever can swim, we'll keep. Whoever can't, we'll let you know, go away. Mm. And that doesn't necessarily work for these people. They don't have all of the one-on-one and one, all the one-on-one basic training that they need to like digest the information that the financial services industry, they may not have a college education. So we try and provide them all that baseline information, all that one-on-one training so that when they get there, they can take in the information. It makes sense to them. And then, like I say, they can ultimately make the impact that they 
should be making for our industry who, who needs its next leaders. Mm. And I know you and I love talking leadership. Uh, so I do want to talk about that uh, a little bit, but I mean, when, when you're talking about financial services, you're talking about like, you know, um, you know, financial advisors or what's the scope of the industry, all financial services, or is there a particular like component of the industry that, that you're, you're helping a lot of these uh, uh, men and uh, women get involved in? So, so I will, I, I have taken, th- th- there's been 86 people who have come through the program. Um, and so we've had way more than that who have been involved in the program, but 86 have come fully through the program, meaning they came in the program, number one. Number two, they um, did all of the homework required because we do take them through a process. Um, maybe they took some of the clothing from us and then ultimately we got them placed somewhere. So they like mm-hmm. went through our entire um, pipeline of, of how we help folks. Um, and so for those people, they have started with, you know, as small, as small a firm as like two or three different financial advisors. And those financial advisors are looking for a junior advisor to learn the business under them and build. Okay. So we've done that. But most of the work we do, Mike, um, is at like the, the larger institutions like a Merrill Lynch or a Bank of America, um, a Morgan Stanley, a UBS, like a lot of these global banks. Mm. And by the way, we don't take any money from any of the military, as I said, and we don't take any money from these large firms. We're not looking for that. We're looking to, you know, again, put them in a position to succeed and make a positive impact in that industry. Oh, I love it. I love it. So I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about that because I know a lot of people at the gym probably have no idea, well, at Prototype in general, <clears throat> excuse me, have no idea about this charity. Um, so sounds like there's, you know, if there are people out there listening to this and I'm sure like want to help you out or donate or whatnot, what's the best way for them to, to do that call? Well, the best way, you know, my favorite way is to talk to me. You know, I love to talk to everyone at the, everyone at the gym. I don't know everyone at the gym, but you know, the more people I know, the more fun it is. Um, and then I have um, an email address, which I'll share in a bit. And I think that's probably a good way. And I also want to Facebook them in Facebook groups. And so you can private message me there as well. Um, but my email is Colin Lake. So it's one L C O L I N L A K E um, at, and it's the four words, developing the next leaders.com. And so if you email me there and just say, you know, hey, I'd like to get involved. Maybe I have a res- or a um, set of skills that can help these people get trained better. I'd love to talk about that. We have clothing we'd like to um, contribute. That'd be great. Or most importantly, we're always looking for people who were military and looking to enter. You know, the, the, you, know you know, those people who, uh, if you have some of those people in your own network who are looking to enter the industry, we'd love to work with them. Yeah. And if you're listening, you can always reach out to me too. And I can connect you directly with Colin. Um, and I also know, Colin, a lot of people on this are probably interested in the next thing that I want to talk about a little bit. And that is leadership. Uh, I know you love to talk about it. I love talking about it with you. Give me, um, well, give, I guess, the audience and people listening to this kind of like your, um, your background in leadership and also kind of like your mindset around it and how you approach it. Because you've been uh, a mentor to me, but I know you've mentored a lot of other people in this, in this department. And like I said, I like a lot of people listening to this probably can get a lot of good information um, from you. So, you know, any, any uh, points or any uh, pointers or information around that, that'd be great. Yes. You know, the, um, maybe the, like the coolest thing that I have learned, I'm going to say like specifically like the last three years is all human beings. Now I'll talk specifically to sales human beings. Cause that's who, you know, the, the, the leadership's training that I, 
that I do and I deliver and, and they're the people that I work with is salespeople. And then, like I said, salespeople in the financial services industry, but people are well-intentioned. Like people would like to work out the appropriate amount of time. People would like to, you know, do the appropriate amount of pre-work to get ready for a workout and post-work to, to, you know, recover properly from a workout, you know, and, and that's the same thing in, in their professional lives too. Like people would like to be more effective with their time at work. People would like to stop getting, um, you know, stop chasing shiny objects. You know what I mean? Like, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- this, so people are well-intentioned. And so one of the great things in leadership is like, so just identify those one or two things, maybe three things that you're after, Right. Like, so, so like you, you make that list and, and that that's nothing brand new, but what are those things that are right below those priority items? So like, um, like, let's say you have three things that are your core activities that you need to do to be really successful in, in your job. And then what are those next, like seven things? So, so there's, there's 10 things that are really important. The top three are the ones that I'm asking about, but what are those next seven things? Cause those next seven things are those shiny objects that allow you to creatively avoid, creatively avoid those three most important things. Mm-hmm. And so the, the takeaway would be from a leadership perspective is like, um, you know, the thing that I try and coach on and, and the thing that I think we all ought to take is we are well-intentioned. We just have to mm-hmm. identify what those three most important things are and know what the shiny objects are that may disrupt us from staying focused on our top three and avoid those ones at, at like all cost or like at, as much as we possibly can, because they will distract us from what's most important in our lives. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard. And you, and you, that's such a great piece of advice because it's so applicable. Um, the shiny object syndrome or phenomenon, or whatever you want to call it. It's the same thing in the fitness side of things, right? Like, you know, you want to start exercising, losing weight, whatever your, your intentions are, or goals or the habits you want to develop. But then all of a sudden you see, you know, a commercial for some sort of like fix it quick uh, pill or diet pill or something that kind of draws your attention away from the, the habits you're looking to build. Same thing can happen. And you've been probably one of the uh, most dedicated, uh, in terms of your personal fitness or in, 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 uh, in health, uh, and just committed to it. Um, talk a little, let's talk a little bit about that. Cause you know, people see you at the gym. If you could work out for three straight hours, do the workout over again, three, three or four more times, you probably would not everyone's necessarily like that. Um, but let's talk a little bit about like how important fitness has been in your life and the, and like why that you've made it such a priority. Um, so I, I do love to work out and, you know, um, I'll I'll give you, I'll I'll start with this analogy. Sometimes, um, someone will be showing you or like suggesting like, here's a new app and this app is so easy. Like even I can figure it out. Like that's the way Mm -hmm. people describe apps or software or something like that. Have you ever heard that before, Mike? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. You know, like people, people say that. Yeah. And, And so, um, I always say when they say that is like, just cause you can do it doesn't mean I can too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a neophyte when it comes to technology, right? Like sometimes I think that way. Okay. So how that translates or how that parallels to, to the question is um, I love to work out and I love to, you know, I'd love to work out in like a, you know, consistent long-term way. And, you know, I even have a little bit of like, you know, the harder the workout and the longer the workout, I feel like the better the workout and, and the more fun to work out. And, and I do think that, so my wiring is a little bit different than many others. 
Okay, so, so that aside, because I have to answer the question as it relates to all of us, because not everyone at, at Prototype loves to work out or loves to work out, you know, for long times. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so the, 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 the two things that I would say how it impacts my life is, first one is I am, I am l- like in the most literal sense, a better human being when I work out. Mm-hmm. I feel like in every other part of my life, like my faith, my family, my business, with my friends, I am better when I have like that clear mind because I know I put in a really, really effective workout or work workout day or workout week. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like it helps me gain like su- such a such a balance. Um, you know that that's one. Two is I also gain a lot of um, motivation from it, and so, mm-hmm. so like I I get a lot I get a lot from the workout, like. Um, you know, I, I, I want to look good. I want clothes to look good on me. I want things to fit me right. You know, like all those little things. And so my, ta- my, the thing that I'd ask people to take away is like, I- I'm grateful that I get to work out. Like I'm grateful the prototype is there and puts together like some kick butt workouts that really make me stronger, fitter, feel better, more balanced. Like, and so that idea of like that grateful mentality mm. allows the workouts to, to like sit in my brain a little bit different. And as a result of them sitting in my brain a little bit different, it enables me to get to that gym with a smile on my face saying, all right, come on, CrossFit, dial up something big and nasty for us today. And if you guys will let me, I'll do it two or three times. I think you've texted me more, more times than anyone else on a, on a Friday night saying, is that it for Saturday morning? Like, can we make it longer? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You're so funny. Um, so, uh, Carl, I love, you know, the information and just, just insight you've given on, you know, leadership, talking a little bit about developing next leaders. I think people are really going to appreciate that, like learn a little bit something from you. The intention behind this is to, just for people to get to know you and also, uh, you know, to, to share your experiences. And you've given some good insight into how uh, exercise and just working out in general, um, you know, has impacted your life. I got three final questions for you before we, uh, we hop off. I know I could probably talk to you for another hour here, but, uh, I love when we do three, three questions real quick. Favorite movie or TV show, favorite, uh, music artist or music you like to listen to. Uh, and then the favorite thing you like to do when you're not working out, uh, not working or with your family. So something that you like to do is by yourself, nothing derogatory when our kids are gonna be watching this. <laughs> All right. So favorite movie, I mean, I, you know, I'd love to offer one of the funny ones because I'm such like a um, like the Will Farrell, um, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. I'm like such in that. I love that whole genre of, of movies. But Shawshank Redemption is my favorite movie. Great movie. I, I think it's the best movie of all time. And I love it for like a multitude of reasons. And so, OK, so that's the answer to that one. And then second is the music I listen to. I'm, I'm like a grunge guy. So that, that'll give you, you know, tell everyone how old I am. Like that, like 90, uh, I think that back, like, yeah, like 92 to 96. Yeah. It's a yeah, very like, short that, era that, of music. Yeah, I really, I love all, I love that type of music. That That's my favorite type of music. Um, and then the third thing would be, um, this is an easy one, is taking my family on trips. Uh-huh. Like I, I love when the five of us travel somewhere um, and, you know, I, like I, I have a very close relationship with my eight brothers and sisters and we, we all do a vacation every year. I love that. But I like the moment it's just the five of us 
and we're off on an island somewhere or we're doing something just just to five us because it requires all of us to kind of deal with each other and laugh at each other and have fun with each other and have a memorable experience with the five of us a family a family man true at heart i love it uh well yeah thank you colin again for being part of the uh, community conversation uh, you know obviously means so much to me and and prototype and also you guys listening thank you for tuning in and watching remember every week we're going to be releasing a new community conversation with a new guest uh to get your week started um so to be the first to know about these new community conversations um they're uh, they're posted on our youtube uh, page so feel free to subscribe also join our daily news uh, daily brief newsletter um and uh, these videos are also going to be posted in our uh, prototype community members only group on Facebook. If you're listening and you're a member, uh, and for some reason you're not in the group, please reach out and we'll get you in. Uh, and then lastly, if you're interested in being on the community conversation, uh, just shoot us a message and we would love to have you. So, uh, until next time, Colin, again, thank you, my man. And, uh, I will be talking to you soon. Thanks, Mike.